Hi, my name is Josh Hannaberry, and welcome to the Truck Focus Podcast. At the Truck Focus Podcast, our mission is simple. I want to connect transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. Over the last decade, I've been fortunate to connect with several transportation industry leaders that have had a positive impact on my life, and I look forward to connecting them with you. Good day, and welcome back to another episode of the Truck Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hannaberry. In today's episode, I'm excited to have a conversation with Emmett, one of the co-founders of Enviro Apps and a true advocate for innovation and advancement in the transportation industry. Emmett's journey is super inspiring and his perseverance to help solve major problems that carriers experience shows you just what can be accomplished when your why is strong enough and you put forth the necessary effort to do so. EnviroApps provides a proven digital solution called Easy easy to Track, using a cloud-based centralized database, which helps carriers and industry manage transportation of dangerous goods and waste documentation, while ensuring compliance, lowering costs, and enabling ESG gathering effortlessly. I encourage you to connect with Amit and to learn more about EnviroApps simply by visiting www.enviroapps.ca, or you can search EnviroApps on all major social media platforms. I'll make sure to include all of the contact details in the show notes below to make sure that it's a really simple process to get in touch with Amit and EnviroApps. I believe that today's episode is going to be super beneficial to, beneficial to carriers, drivers, and industry considering going paperless with their bill of ladings, truck tickets, and dangerous good paperwork, but are not sure where to start. I believe EnviroApps provides an excellent solution for our industry to continue to advance by removing paperwork wherever and whenever possible while remaining compliant. Well, let's get to it. Good day, Amit. Welcome to the Truck Focus Podcast. How are you? Good. Happy to be here, Josh. Uh, and thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited for today's episode. Um, just in our prior conversations, um, you've really touched on things that I care deeply about. So yeah, I'm excited to learn more about who is Amit and ViroApps. And we're, yeah, I'm excited. So why don't you start us off just kind of highlighting who is Amit? Sure. Yeah, so I'm an environmental professional. I'm very passionate about the cause for uh, reducing our footprint on on, on uh, our planet and um, you know I follow that in my, in my personal life too uh, we recently built a house that's um, that is almost 75 percent less emissions uh, compared to a typical Alberta home so that's that's one of my passions and uh, I'm all about, uh, you know, making lives easier. And that's why we are here to talk about EnviroApps. Awesome. Yeah, I I hope we can talk about the house journey too, because it blew me away because we just went through a build and I'm like, yeah, I didn't think about half of what you mentioned. So I hope we can go through that, <laughs> go through that too. Um, so to start us off too, why don't you kind of highlight um, just how have you been interacting with the transportation sector? Right. So it all started, uh, I would say, March in March of uh, 2020. Um, and that's almost the same time when COVID hit. It, um, I was looking at uh, advancing our um, offering on the waste manifesting side, the digital solution that we already had. And uh, we saw this opportunity with uh, Transport Canada's regulatory sandbox project to actually um, do something similar what we have been doing on the waste manifesting side, uh, simplifying the paperwork and automating it as much as possible. And so we um, we talked to Tourmaline, which is uh, one of our longstanding client, and then uh, they were convinced to go into this uh, uh, project. And we were looking for a for a very um, uh, ahead of their time kind of uh, partner in the transportation industry. And uh, we interacted with TriMac. That was my first um, interaction with the transportation industry. And TriMac is is uh, ahead of the technology curve. We knew they had tablets in all their trucks, so that made a perfect match as a partner. So we put together this industry collaborative group, totally informal, uh, to go onto this uh, project. And uh, we worked with Transport Canada to actually, you won't believe. In 40 years of the TDG Act, Transportation of Dangerous Goods Act, uh, last September, we pro, uh, we created the first electronic 
TDG shipping document. Wow. And that's uh, that's uh, like, uh, I, sometimes I think, well, wh- am I the, the f- why am I the first person doing this? This should have been done before. The technology has been there for 10 years, but um, that it is what it is. Incredible. At least we are moving in the right direction. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So for the last, I guess, 18 months or so, your journey has been pretty positive then? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, working with Trimac was uh, super positive. They they were quite excited at uh, getting rid of the paperwork. And uh, although it is still at a small scale, but, you know, that was a big barrier to overcome. They were obviously, uh, I mean, the 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 truckers and uh, the carriers they were they were quite um, excited about it but some had their questions right would this work uh, how would uh, an emergency responder um, uh, get the information how would a transportation inspector react to this would they ask, still ask for paper all those uh, natural questions came up and uh, we handled one by one and um, it's been working great. I, I see, I have a view to the system. So I, I see um, that the, the trucks are taking uh, these uh, loads of shipments from one place to another, dangerous goods, condensate, crude oil, what may be, and, and it's working well, no issues. Awesome. Yeah, I like hearing the positive side of our industry because I think there's enough negative publicity out there. So when people are leading change, we talked about 40 years to why me. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, yeah, it's a good testament of who you are and your team, as well as the fact that there are industry leaders out there itching for improvements. And yeah, it's funny. I was writing an article just recently on the cost of paperwork and from more so from a smaller carrier perspective, because I think that's where there's a lot of fear. Um, change is scary. Driver management is cha- or scary. Change management is scary. And just kind of highlighting, okay, well, what does that bill of lading actually cost you? So anyway, yeah, I think that's neat. So before we dive too much into that side of EnviroApps and your journey, why don't you kind of walk us through your story up to a point where you decided, you know what, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm, yeah going to build systems and processes and kind of go from there. So up to that point, why don't you kind of highlight that part of you? For sure. You know, I I never thought of becoming an entrepreneur until I ran into this uh, problem with uh, waste manifesting. So I was um, managing the environmental regulatory compliance for a large uh, infrastructure company, which had pipelines, power plants all over North America, as well as uh, gas processing in Alberta. And um, that's where, you know, we had great systems put in place and everything worked well, except we ran into, whenever we did the audits um, on compliance, we always, always found issues on the waste manifesting side. And there's there's a, a bit of a challenge with this particular um, workflow because uh, it is it touches three different places. It's uh, It starts with the generator of the waste generating it. And then it it is passed on to the carrier, and then it goes to the disposal receiver company, and then it comes back, and that's the full cradle to grave um, management that needs to happen and tracked to to completion with with all the all the rules followed. Now that becomes complicated when you have three parties um, moving paper, and each one has their responsibility. One drops the ball, or the paper goes missing, and it does. So we kind of uh, tried looking at, you know, training, doing all sorts of things that we could do with, with the paper copies, but it just wouldn't work. And so at the, at the same time, I ran into my high school classmate, I met him after 25 years. He had been in Calgary for, for some time, but then we finally got together and we were, we were just chatting about this problem and he's he's a IT guru he used to work for GE and he's done some very uh, remarkable work uh, the first intranet and the e-commerce all that so he said well why don't we solve this problem and and see where it goes so that's how I became an entrepreneur by chance and uh, started um, uh, the solution and then we were lucky enough to or the the first uh, customer is the toughest one to get, uh, hard to convince. Yes. Uh, we were able to do that, and we have been on that growth journey since then. 
And then last September is when we got into the transportation of dangerous goods documents because it it's the same kind of process. Um, it goes from from the uh, the uh, shipper to the carrier to the receiver. Right. Yeah, that's an amazing journey, and that's a good linkage, and um, just with your friend too, because I think sometimes. Well, I can't remember the the book that I'm reading right now. I, have a, I drew a blank, but once you talked about that, it really identified part of the CEO. It's about being a CEO. And yeah, it was kind of highlighting the basically the natural formation of co-founder. And sometimes it's just two friends randomly connect and all of a sudden you're like, hey, I have this problem. Hey, I have this. And yeah, so it's nice to see that happen organically, obviously. (laughs) And then there's immense trust uh, already built up, right? So you don't have to worry about. uh, And the the other unique thing is, uh, you know, the skill set I bring in terms of the business side and knowing, owning the problem and um, how to solve it. um, And he brings the software side. It's a perfect match. Uh, Very few software companies would have the same uh, level of uh, understanding of the problem, right? So it's a, it's a perfect, it's a perfect uh, match that way. That's awesome. That's awesome. So again, when we're talking carriers, we're talking waste, TDG. Um, We'll also bring up general bill of ladings. Do you find regardless of size, most carriers are faced with similar challenges on tracking, auditing, filing, making sure it's filled out properly, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we offer like main, mainly the transportation of dangerous goods, uh, documents and uh, waste manifest, but we also do bill of lading and uh, truck tickets. So the other thing I'm finding with uh, the transportation of dangerous goods documents is uh, companies would have multiple parallel processes. Like they'll have a bill of lading and a TDG document. It doesn't make any sense to to do it that way. So what we are working with our clients to do is streamline their business process. And one of our clients that we are working for currently, they say, you know, besides everything else, communication has significantly improved because now now they get alerts as to when the truck moves from the the place it loads, um, when it uh, ends its journey to the destination, all those Earlier, they would have to call or find out all that is eliminated. Uh, all the paperwork is eliminated. They don't have to print anything. Um, you believe it or not, they were actually waiting almost eight minutes to print on a dot matrix printer. I mean, in this day and age, <laughs> it's just not not required. Right? Yes. You, you have way better things um, that you can spend your eight minutes with. Yeah, it's shocking, especially if you think of the cost of an eight minutes, especially if a truck is idling while waiting and there just happens to be the bathroom and there happens to be a coffee machine and eight minutes turns into 25 minutes every time. That's pretty outrageous for sure. <laughs> that's common practice. Like that is a, yeah, a common thing that I think is just an oversight that it's nice to see <laughs> there's yeah. attention on it. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, um, the carriers have a lot of paperwork to do truck drivers themselves, they have to fill out a lot of paperwork and it is increasing. I mean, I'm not saying it's not required. I mean, they are put in for a good reason. Um, things like electronic um, logging devices that 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 is uh, also currently being pursued by Transport Canada, right? It's a new requirement. All those things will improve safety, but then it also increases the, the workload for drivers. And that's where, you know, People like um, us come in. We we are thinking about how can we make that um, that life easier for for the truck driver. Make it easy for him to to do the documentation and automate it as much as possible. And even you know as, as the next step, um, integrate with other um, software so they don't have to deal with like same data to be entered twice. That's the whole aim. Like. That's what we are going to do uh, right now. We are implementing for a client which then wants to connect to or integrate with SAP. That way, you know, the data gets passed on to the to the to our system from SAP, and all the driver has to do is now change the workflow status. So it becomes really simple for them, and that's the whole 
name uh, whole thing that we we are after is to simplify for the truck drivers they they didn't sign up uh, to to do all that paperwork they're they're great at driving they love driving that's what they're 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 there for right yeah yeah no that's that's exciting so we've just kind of a recap quick is we've identified who is Amit. We've identified the problems in the industry and it doesn't matter the size. Um, and now we're going to talk about more of the solution, which is really exciting. So why don't you walk us through what is Enviro apps? Um, what's easy to track app itself? And yeah, just kind of highlight what is the, what's the company, what's the goal? And then we'll kind of dive into it. So Enviro apps is the company name. Uh, the reason we went with apps was the intent to go bigger than just one app. Um, that's why it's called Enviro Apps. And our flagship product right now is called Easy to Track. Now, Easy to Track uh, tells it all in the name. Um, your track, uh, it can track any of your documents, uh, make sure all the regulatory compliance um, is uh, handled through the, through the workflow. And then uh, what we do is basically use a centralized uh, cloud-based uh, database. And uh, we have um, access to the, uh, on various devices. So right now we just came out with the mobile app on Android. Nice. And uh, so we have that and it's available on tablets, um, any kind of tablet and desktop lap laptop for sure. So all those access points provide the uh, provide user and the user profile is what dictates what they see. So we try to keep it simple. So that's the, the main criteria. We have to keep things simple and we, we do that through through user profile. So they don't see anything more than what they, they need to deal with. And then um, basically you can um, do all the all the paperwork in there and we have functionalities such as cloning. So that makes like, so for example, a lot of the times the same goods move from A to B multiple times. Now, why do we have to fill out that same paperwork again and again, right? It takes less than five seconds for somebody to do a, do a clone in our system and they can uh, start another trip, right? And then we have, a lot of other automations where the documents would close um, automatically once the trip is done. And there's so much more we can do. Nice. So this is just the, the beginning. That's incredible. Yeah. I think what you're, what you're doing and essentially you're spearheading, like you mentioned 40 years of the TDG act. Okay. Now let's get paperless. And obviously there's waste. Um, Bill of ladings have been around probably since dinosaurs roamed the earth because people wanted to know what was being moved. But that is a massive solution. So first off, hats off. Um, I, I'm really excited just to even hear your journey, um, be part of these conversations, because I really highlight it. I think it's incredible. And so when we're thinking carriers, when we're thinking different companies, who would be the, I guess, the users um, that would need this type of solution? Would it just be, like I know you mentioned larger carriers. Um, does it work with smaller carriers? Is it industry specific or is it for any over the road operation or how does that kind of, what's that picture look like? I'm glad you asked. Uh, our solution is quite sector agnostic. So any any company, be, be it a consignee, a consigner or carrier, any of those uh, parties can use our app and it's designed for their specific roles. So when they log in, uh, our system knows, yes, this is a consigner. So they'll take, take it to the consigner part so they can enter that piece. And uh, it is, so think about any kind of uh, dangerous goods uh, being moved. And nobody has a clue how many of these dangerous goods move in a year. We are just estimating and we are guessing anywhere from 30 million plus documents a year being generated just in Canada and U.S. is uh, probably 10 times more. So think about the amount of uh, paper that's being generated year after year. And all these regulations uh, require you to keep the paper documents for at least two years. So Iron Mountain is getting a lot of that paperwork as well, right? Yes. And um, 
I mean, think about the number of trees. I just did some quick math and it's like hundreds of thousands of trees being cut down to, to satisfy that paper requirement. And if you stack this paper, we're probably doing like uh, six, um, um, six times uh, CN Tower every year in Canada. So it's, it's unnecessary. Wow. Um, yeah. And the part of the reason why it hasn't been done before is because the regulations didn't allow. And Transport Canada is, is very, very um, progressive in their thinking. And so they are, they are the ones that have allowed um, through this pilot project. And they will issue equivalency certificates to companies that want to try it. So it's it's not very difficult uh, to go and and get those equivalency certificates if you can demonstrate that you're going to meet that equivalent level of safety as paper. And I mean, my personal opinion, uh, we have way more um, enhanced safety on electronic documents compared to paper. Think about the the truck in the ditch. Um, who's going to go and fetch that uh, paper piece of paper to look at? and find out what it is. Yes, I, I agree. I mean, if there was just one one uh, thing on the truck, right, you, you can probably place it, uh, figure it out from the placard. But what if there are like 20 things in, in the truck? Now, yes, yes. it is very difficult to get that information. And uh, that's where the electronic shipping documents are way superior because now uh, the, the emergency responders call in and they will get an electronic shipping document which has each and every line item. That's what's on the truck and what's the quantity and even SDSs. So we have also made some more enhancements um, in the process that companies can attach SDSs with the electronic shipping document. So everything is together instead of you know, keeping the SDS in a binder and looking for that binder. It, it may get out of date too. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned quite a few really cool things. Um, so is this so is this EnviroApps um, specific to Canadian, like the Canadian market? Or are you in the U.S. market as well? So great question. Yes. Right now uh, we have Canadian clients only, but we have certain Canadian clients that have uh, U.S. operations. So the idea is to work with them for. Um, uh, using it in the U.S., they are already thinking about that because they see so many benefits. And the there is a bit of a hurdle in the United States right now. Believe it or not, um, the uh, agencies allow uh, electronic shipping documents in U.S. for railroad shipments, but not for road. And last year in November, the Trucking Association, American Trucking Association, put a petition. Uh, to the regulator saying, why aren't you allowing us? We have all the all the way, like we, we can do this. We can do electronic. And why aren't we allow, allowing electronic shipping documents? Uh, they're, call, they're called ha- hazardous uh, material shipping paper. Uh, slightly different name, but it is it is very similar process. And we, we've already got the solution for it. It's just that um, we would have to still print it um, before um, before that, if that regulation doesn't get um, addressed soon. But it's a matter of time. I can't think of a situation where among COVID and all the other challenges, um, that paper is going to stay here forever. At least there will be an option. The regulators would have to provide an option. Yeah, I think going paperless um, from, from a safety standpoint prior to COVID wasn't really something you'd think about. Aside from maybe a paper cut, you weren't really concerned on the handoffs um, from a, from that type of a standpoint. But yeah, it was pretty miraculous how so many people adjusted from yeah heavily relying on binders to like here's a USB stick if you really need it. And I think yeah, you're right though. It's only a matter of time before the regs do get changed. And yeah, the states they're so innovative. They're they're so advanced that, yeah, I can see that happening in the foreseeable future. So it's nice that you're in a position where you've already identified the need and you already have clients that are both cross-border that you're like, okay, yeah, we're ready to turn it on or we can be ready when that time comes. So that's exciting. Another question. For, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. For one, yeah, for once, uh, Canada is ahead. 
So I'm really <laughs> proud about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and they did pretty good in the Olympics this year too, so that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um, so from a user experience, and we can keep this high level because I know we don't have like hours to really dissect, and I just get excited and I ramble. But from a user experience, so far everything sounds really easy because they're already operating with dangerous goods. So it's just changing a process in the workflow. Um, so if I'm a carrier, and I'm especially speaking of the smaller carriers, because sometimes they feel like they're drowning because there's so many things coming at them at once. So would it, can you, well, yeah, I don't want to oversimplify, but can you walk us through, if you're a smaller carrier listening to this and considering, hey, like, yeah, I, I'm sick and tired of all this paperwork. I didn't realize I didn't even, like, all of those things. Can you walk us through at a high level just what it looks like, again, what you're allowed to, um, what it looks like in regards to signing up and or just the added benefit out the gate, if that's cool? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so really, um, you know, big or small uh, carriers have to uh, satisfy the same regulations, right? And then a lot of them use a bill of lading for just the the handoff and, and invoicing purposes, but then they have to also meet the TDG requirements or if they're moving waste, then they have to meet the provincial waste manifesting requirements. So, and, and we have had this uh, recently, uh, inquiries are coming in where smaller carriers are like, well, I want to go electronic, but then I have these two or three different uh, papers. I'm like, you know what, we can do it all in one because TDG, at least uh, that's that's a great advantage with TDG, not on waste manifesting because it's a very uh, rigid form. This is exactly how it has to be. TDG allows you great amount of flexibility. They tell you, these are my, uh, my mandatory fields that need to be, uh, this information needs to be there in a TDG shipping document. But beyond that, they don't restrict you in a particular format. So that's what we've been doing is the, their bill of lading and TDG document can be combined into one. And that uh, simplifies their process greatly. And then, so what we have to do once you figure out, okay, this is your process, what we, we specialize in, and this is our differentiator from any other company, is we customize that solution. So we customize that solution to the business's needs rather than giving a rigid form for them to fit their business processes in. And that's that's where it is very important. It's, it's a big differentiator because now they are not changing their process. They're just changing the tool to, to run their process and making it simpler. And once you figure out, okay, these are my, this is my form, then we build that and then we um, and we have default. So if, if it, and most likely it would meet our, our default package, but if they want something different, let's say they wanted to add a JSA in there too. So we can do that. And then you can uh, basically, we, we take it to Transport Canada for approval under the transportation of, uh, sorry, the regulatory sandbox project. And it is now quite streamlined. Like they have seen our system multiple times uh, they're they're quite uh, comfortable with it, and so within a matter of uh, two to three, maximum four weeks, they can they can get their approval, um, and then then they can start uh, going digital, right? And um, yeah, so it's not a long long time frame, and this is another differentiator with with a startup company like ours is we are very responsive to our customers' needs, and we provide them a solution that's that fits and not like too big, not too small, right size. There's, there's no, um, that's, that's the benefit. So there's less learning uh, from, you know, from the carrier or the driver's point of view because they're using the same form. They're just going into digital. And digital will help because think of uh, the classification. So they, they either... Uh, like they either have to keep notes on on that classification, or they can just uh, click on the drop down and it it fills automatically, so it makes it easy. And it will not be 
incorrect. That's the that's the beauty of. Yeah, you highlighted some incredible. <laughs> Those are a lot of wins because I'm just remembering my time hauling fuel and carrying multiple books, and never looking at the books because thankfully I didn't have an emergency. But I'm like, yeah, that'd be nice. There's no more books, and yeah, I like the fact that it's easy. And you mentioned that it, you make it work for the business. It's not the business trying to, yeah, readjust because change management is so hard as it is. Where yeah, if you're here is a very easy to implement system and it's going to save you tons of time and money. This is, it's a huge win. And, and I don't want to ask the actual dollar value, but we talked about the eight minutes for waiting for a printer and my joke about it's actually 25 minutes because of the bathroom break, the water cooler. And that's just, again, speaking from experience and I wasn't even, well, I don't think many people go to work planning to be lazy. I'm just social. And oh hey, so and so night like that just happens. So from a costing perspective, knowing how much you're helping carriers save, again, you don't have to tell actual price, but how do how did you do the pricing model so that way you can show that hey, look, this is a normal cost in time. This is the cost of the product. Is it pretty reasonable, affordable, or how did you determine that? Yeah, absolutely. It is quite reasonable and it it goes um, on a sliding scale. So as the scale increases, obviously the the cost per document decreases. But just to give you a a bit of information on what all costs companies are incurring, and a lot of the times they're not even aware of it. So we just talked about the printing and the people waiting. Now think about um, when that paper gets... um, completed and then it has to be attached to invoices to the client right so then somebody has to take a photocopy put it in the courier that goes from one place to another and then they have to uh, keep another copy send it to uh, put it into file and then send it to storage and then once uh, the the two years are up uh, then they'll they'll take it and then recycle it so all this kind of adds up. <laughs> you don't have to do any of this in an electronic system. Our system automatically, once the workflow is done, um, moves it into a different archive place and everything is there. Nothing is lost. They, they just go into there and they can search that document and they can print or if they have to um, or attach it and um, done. They, they have it for forever. And um, it, it cuts down on, on the cost. So like just guessing, uh, actually one of our clients uh, timed all this and they were surprised at the number. And now multiply that by tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands. It is a significant number. And we come at a fraction of it. Um, and depending on the scale, we may be even like just, just the hard copy cost equivalent. And you get all the time savings for free. Amazing. Yeah. And just some of my close friends are auditors and um, they don't audit necessarily TDG, but part of like a, like a compliance audit is supporting documents. So they may be looking at bill of ladings and instead of someone trying to search through, oh, here it is. It's a couple of clicks of a button. So I think that, yeah, it's a powerful solution. I, I'm... I feel more like I get so excited that I slide down in my chair when, <laughs> when I strongly believe in stuff and I'm like, yes, this is definitely the direction. And yeah, I'm just really happy for you and I'm happy for your clients because I think, yeah, it is industry leading. So it's very innovative and it'll be nice when our industry is, well, of course I have that instead of looking at it as like, are you sure? But yeah, anyone listening, it's a huge, like big shout out because <laughs> I just get so passionate when I see all of the challenges being fixed. And that's again, when we're problem solvers and as entrepreneurs, that's the goal is to solve people's problems. I mean, you guys are doing <laughs> just really, really good stuff. So I, I'm really pumped. <laughs> this is good. So how have, uh, how has from your current client base, you've shared some stuff, um, but when we're they're using easy to track and they're working with Enviro apps, how has the response been so far? Yeah, they're, they're quite happy. I mean, they, some of the things that they never thought, um, like, first of all, uh, some of the clients didn't even know the problem existed. And they, when, when we, like we've come up with a, a very basic tool where they put in their time it takes to do this, this and that and the cost. And 
and then the number of documents in it, we can figure out how much they're they're spending currently. They, when they look at the number, their their eyes go really wide. Oh, we need to do something about this, right? And um, and then the communication aspect is huge. So one other thing, like which is totally, um, I never thought of that, is um, in the in the one of the clients uh, that's using it. Um, so they they mentioned in in the debriefing we have had on uh, benefits, and they said you know it's going to it's preventing the um, the, uh, the potential for spills. And I was kind of intrigued. I said, how? And they explained to me, okay, so when when a truck is loading or unloading, um, the driver is tempted because he's just waiting around, right? He's tempted to go in and, and do his paperwork. And when the paperwork is already there, there's no excuse for him to go back into the cab. And he's actually watching the loading and loading. And if anything goes wrong, he's right there to to catch those spills or eliminate those spills. So that that was huge. Like um, we're enhancing safety. We're preventing spills. Never thought of that. Incredible. Yeah, no, that's another big win. And I'm sure there is, well, I'll ask the question. Do you have a almost a Q&A or frequently asked questions of areas that EnviroApps help save money or improve operations? Do you have something like that? Yeah, we we have like uh, on our website some uh, information, but uh, we are developing a FAQ to be posted on our website soon. Um, there's yeah, there's Perfect. there's tons of opportunity here. And think about this, right? Why have we not done this in um, so many years? Like today, you can watch your burger come from the restaurant uh, and get notified every single uh, movement, right? And why aren't we watching the movement of dangerous goods that closely? I think that's way more important than our burger falling in our lap. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, totally. That's a really good point. And I think, I don't know what it is with transportation, but at times we are archaic and at times we get comfortable. I've always, yeah. one of my least favorite quotes of all time is we've always done it this way. And it's like, no, no, let's let's give ourselves a white, clear whiteboard and let's start dreaming of what is possible, what can improve. And obviously EnviroApps is part of that um, solution. So it's exciting. Yeah, the other thing is, you know, our drivers do a great job and that's why we don't see uh, see that many incidents, right? So it, it doesn't get the attention and, oh, everything is working fine. So why fix if nothing is broken? But really... It's not about that. It's about making efficiency improvements and making lives easier for our truck drivers. Because the, like I'm hearing, uh, and I don't have a lot of contacts in the industry, but just a few. And I'm hearing there's a big um, issue around finding the, the the carriers, right? People people wanting to go into the industry is, and part of it could be the, the amount of uh, paperwork <laughs> that they have to deal with. Yeah, I'm very vocal um, to support professional drivers. Um, so drivers that are listening, shout out to you. And yeah, paperwork is very burdensome. And you mentioned electronic logs in uh, in Canada. So I'm very pro ELDs. And part of it is like monitoring hours of service is super important. Um, but one of the number one ways a driver can get a ticket on the roadside. So if they go through an inspection with law enforcement is inaccurate paperwork. And anytime that it's an electronic solution, two things happen. One, driver's peace of mind increases because it's not, I did my best. I thought I wrote it down properly. You eliminate the form and manner concern. And part of it too is from a law enforcement's perspective is the fact that they can see everything really clear. So their interaction with the driver is a lot more smooth because they're not guessing. What does that say? Is that actually a five or a three? Like all of that guess is yeah, gone. So exactly. You, your experience is just that much better. So, but that's, yeah, I, that's huge, but that's basic, right? Legibility of that paper document. Yes. I, I got that from uh, one of the Transport Canada uh, inspectors too. He he says, well, this is one of the two uh, legible documents I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And I, again, sometimes when you're busy, it's an oversight. 
Yeah. And oversight till you need it. And then it matters. And is that yeah. a three or is that a five? <laughs> it makes a difference. So, but yeah, I think, again, that's very simplistic, but yeah, you, you've definitely checked off a lot of really good boxes. So I'm, yeah, I'm proud to support Enviro apps and what you guys are doing. I think it's awesome. So for different people out in the world, thinking about creating apps, um, workflow systems, all that type of stuff. Do you want to share any advice? Obviously, you're living in this space. You're, you got your first client, which you said is very difficult, which I completely agree with. Um, but what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs looking to start apps and workflow systems just to help? Maybe not trucking, but just in general, just to help. Yeah. Um, you know, what I would say is uh, you have to find a, a client that's willing to work with you because building a solution is easy. Um, it has to be a fit. It has to solve a problem, right? If you don't do that, then your efforts are, you know, there's no point. Um, and then you have to think about your user all the time. Like whenever you're designing a screen or, or user interface, how think, put yourself in the, in the user's shoes and then do it. And I know that because I, I, I did software implementations in, in my um, previous work. And that's where I got this bug with, with the software side. And I feel it, it it is quite exciting to develop, but then you have to be very mindful of, um, you know, getting the right input from your users. And that's key to your success. And um, yeah, so the, the other thing I would say is, uh, you know, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Um, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Uh, the, there are joys, uh, you feel accomplishment and all that. But I would mention, another thing I would mention is the three Ps. So follow your passion and have lots of patience and perseverance. Then only you will succeed. It, it requires a lot of effort. And and when you, you get to that point, it feels really good for sure. That's incredible. Yeah, I like the three Ps. That's good advice. I, I make a lot of notes as I talk so that way I can refer back. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. So no, I appreciate that. And yeah, those listening to that are just, I think they're going to be encouraged by our conversation because I think you've done a really well, good job as a company and as a person, just highlighting the benefits and the value adds that you're doing. It's not just like, I haven't heard you once say, I'm going to get rich and I'm money, like obviously making money is part of business, but it's nice to see your passion to solve problems and to help people. And I think, yeah, again, those listening, um, and that's what I'm all about too, is just really having that impact. So it's nice. So as you just kind of continue to navigate, um, if it's in transportation with Enviro apps, um, but just your day-to-day life, um, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to be most remembered for? Yeah, no, I want to be remembered for, you know, making life simpler for, for the truck drivers, eliminating all that paperwork and, uh, you know, reducing that environmental footprint, uh, not killing those trees. But the other part of me is about energy efficiency and I'm all for uh, all for uh, responsible development. So development is good, but we have to do it responsibly. And it doesn't take a whole lot of extra effort. Of course, you have to go the extra mile to, to do it, but it's not a whole lot uh, from deviation from your, your uh, normal course, but it can make a huge impact. And that's where, you know, I, I, I mentioned at the beginning, uh, the house that we built was uh, is now, if you consider everything like the electricity we generate through our solar panels and all that, and the the, the energy efficiency things that, that we did, um, we're like sitting at uh, 75%, of, sorry, um, 25% of a typical Alberta home. So we have reduced our environmental footprint by 75%. And if everybody did that, I think a lot of the the big problems will get solved. Totally. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I remember still when you're walking us through. So Eric, our other co-host, yeah. and we we're walking through that whole journey. And I'm like, like I was speechless for most of it. And I'm like, I wish we connected prior because yeah. I would have asked those questions because we just went through it last. Well, we moved in last summer. So we've been here almost a year. And even just what you were talking about, I'm like, I wouldn't have thought to ask any of those questions because that's <laughs> not my and space. It's experience. But, 
Yes. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. Experience too, right? And um, I, that's what I kind of sometimes think about. I should be able to help uh, a lot of homeowners. Um, I, I haven't figured out how, but <laughs> I mean, if somebody wants to ask me something about energy efficiency in a home and I have data to share, I'm, I'm happy to do that. And, um, you know, that's that's the whole point, like sharing your knowledge, because the biggest thing is fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. So when you when you try something new, you're always you know, afraid of, oh, what if, if I fail? But when you've seen somebody um, do that and then you that person can share the data, that whole thing goes away. Then you yes. know you're, you're on the right track, you're not going to lose, and uh, you're only going to gain from, from that experience. Totally. Yeah, and again, you're doing that in Enviro apps too, where yeah. you saw an opportunity after 40 years of an existing act. So yeah. I think you're really living that space. And yeah, I'm just, I'm honored that uh, you're able to share all this information today. So how do people um, just learn more about Enviro apps and just the impact that you're having in the transportation sector? Sure. So uh, we have a LinkedIn page and, um, and a Twitter page, uh, as well as the website. The website is www.enviroapps.ca. And uh, if you have a question, please uh, reach out to me anytime. And you can do that by emailing info at enviroapps.ca. So uh, be mindful.ca. You're a Canadian company. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And I'll ensure to include all of the contact details in the show notes. Um, so website and social media addresses and stuff too. So just as we kind of come to a close, Amit, was there any final thoughts that you'd like to share today? Yeah, what, what I would say is, um, you know, don't be afraid of uh, new technology. Try it. Um, and uh, there are lots of solutions out there. We are not the only one. There's tons of other solutions that can solve uh, simple problems. And um, like you, the other thing is you have to build a solution uh, in, in steps rather than going into something huge uh, just try try a small part do some pilots then build upon that success because what a lot of the times companies uh, get into is um, they do uh, they take on a big project and they have lots of stakeholders and they they go on this journey for software implementation and and all that and then they the users are not seeing any benefits uh, for a while so they get frustrated. You have to uh, do it in small bits and then uh, build upon success, show them uh, this is what is achieved and then the momentum builds up. And um, something like this, like what we are doing with Enviro apps is not very, very time consuming to implement. Like we can implement in days, not months or, or uh, years. And that's a, that's a very low hanging fruit. Right. And um, um, and there are others out there similar to, to us. So build upon those kind of successes because digitalization is going to be the key to survival with uh, what we are dealing with now, given commodity pricing, given all the all the competition, um, all the, uh, the COVID issues. And yeah, so. If we if we have to be successful as an industry, we have to be able to compete at a world scale, and uh, that's that's my final thought. We have we have lots of solutions. Uh, we just need people willing to be able to to try it. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And you definitely have my support, Emmett. I think what you've built and your team has built, um, just you have a really good focus. I think your goals definitely align with how I feel about problem solving and probably even more, obviously, in a lot of different ways. But yeah, you've, you've shared some incredible information today. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really proud to get behind EnviroApps and just, yeah, any opportunity to, to share the word and knowing that the solution, again, is, is much greater than oneself. I really respect that. So thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate the opportunity and um, yeah, all the best. Thank you, you too. Okay, have a great day.
Well, Amit, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Honestly, it was really inspiring just hearing your why, hearing kind of how you got started um, and the solutions that yourself, your co-founder and EnviroApps offer. Um, I'm a really big advocate when it comes to just removing hurdles for carriers and drivers and EnviroApps definitely does a great job at doing that. Um, so everyone that's listening, I definitely encourage you to connect with Amit and EnviroApps again by visiting www.enviroapps.ca as well as you can check them out on all major social media platforms. And I have included all of the contact details in the show notes below. So everyone that continues to to support and listen to the Truck Focus podcast, I just wanted to say thank you. Honestly, just the kind words and the growth of the podcast and the platform has been super encouraging and we just really appreciate it. And we know it's because of our dedicated listeners that it's even possible. So again, Amit, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. It means the world and I hope you have a really good day. To learn more about the podcast, you can simply visit our website at www.pvtlcompliance.com and just check out Truck Focus Podcasts on there. We have recently launched our newsletter, so I've also included a link below to make sure that you can sign up, where we're all about connecting industry leaders to industry. So there's people just like Amit and EnviroApps that are creating a change that is necessary for advancement, innovation, and just a lot of really good things. So again, it's um, all the information is in the show notes below. So thank you again. Have a really wonderful day. Bye. Well, friends, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen, as I hope today's episode brought amazing value for you. If this is the first time that you've ever listened to the Truck Focus podcast, I just wanted to say thanks. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast channel to ensure you're notified of all of our upcoming episodes. To all of our dedicated listeners, thank you. This journey has been incredible so far, and it honestly is because of all of your support and encouragement that you've shown along the way. And as I like to say, the greater the following, the greater the impact. And because of you, our impact is growing across the transportation sector. As always, if you found value in today's episode, I do encourage you to share with others in your network that you believe would receive value from listening. Your support means so much. So the Truck Focus podcast is brought to you by Pivotal Transportation Industry Solutions, a company focused on connecting transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. To learn more about the Truck Focus podcast, please visit the show notes. You can connect with us on social, visit our website, sign up to our monthly newsletter, and so much more. If you do happen to visit our website, I encourage you to check out the Truck Focus blog, learn more about our industry strategic partners, view our online training, and more. Furthermore, if you have a question or a topic that you would like to be discussed or reviewed in a future episode, feel free to send me an email. I've I've also included my email in the show notes. So I just wanted to say thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to the Truck Focus podcast, where again, our goal is simple. We want to connect industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. I hope you have a safe day and let's create a pivotal impact.